Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. What's what's going on, friends? What's cracking? <laughs> My voice. <laughs> what's cracking? <laughs> what's crack? What's going on, guys? My name is Morgan Colby. I got Rick Lemon with me, as always. We're popping in. You know, it, it, it's just draft week. It is draft week. We just argued about Mac Jones again for now. This is it. This is the final go around on Mac Jones. <laughs> Every like other week, I feel like we do this. <laughs> it's the pre-draft situation because we like, should. I, you know, what? I was thinking about this. We should have just made it a mini like clip, not a clip, but like a show, like a twenty-minute episode. Yeah. Of just Mac, Mac Jones, Jones versus everyone versus. else. Yeah. <laughs> Like, what's your take on Mac Jones? And it's just us going back and forth yeah, for like 15 minutes. Uh, see, my opinions on Mac Jones are entire. I, I feel like we haven't at all talked about Mac Jones fantasy-wise. But we agree on that, so it's it would be boring. It would be totally boring. Yeah. It would be totally boring. Um. So, anyway, welcome to Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Uh, today, as you saw in the title, as you saw in the description, as you saw in the graphic, we are talking about our top five rookie running back Rankings, the final pre-draft rankings before we hop into post-draft coverage of uh, the running back position, wide receiver position, everything really. Uh, so we're we're pumped to give you those. Nothing really changed, so this should be a relatively brief program. We actually do have one difference on ours, or yeah, okay, it's, it's so minor. Um, so it, it should be interesting to see where things kind of come out on this. But before we jump into that. Uh, go to any social media platform and follow us on on those. Yeah, the FF champs, fantasy champions. Whatever. Probably just gonna see a lot of Mac Jones love and then a lot of Mac Jones hate. I don't think I tweeted about Mac. Well, you know what? I lied about that. I don't tweet I don't about him, but I yeah. like I like you like you like it. people. <laughs> just to feel the. I fire. saw you going after Kevin today. What did I go after Kevin? Oh, because <laughs> he doesn't want Fields. On. It wasn't really that. It was we were just messing around with yeah, it. It's fine. It's fine. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, leave a review. It really is simple. Like it just take your time out of your. It doesn't take any time out of your day. Literally, wherever you're listening, if you're mowing the lawn right now, if you're preparing for the draft, you're at you work. Know, your draft party, you're at work, wanting to kill yourself. Uh, <laughs> pull out your phone, <laughs> leave a review. <laughs> Uh, and then and then text your friends and be like, wow, I got this podcast. Um, mm-hmm. Not in the fantasy football league with you guys, but you should listen to it. So do yeah. that. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe. Click the bell for notifications. Like and comment down below. Keep blowing it up on YouTube because the more YouTube subscribers you get, the more people watch your videos. The more people watch your videos, the more content we create for you guys. Exactly. So Because it's about the content. It's not about the, the, the chatter. It's about the championships. It's about the championships. Yeah, the fantasy champions. So let's jump into our top five rookie running backs after about uh, four minutes of nonsense. Um, so I'm just going to give you my previous OG rankings than when we first released them. I had uh, Najee Harris 1, Travis Etienne 2, Javante Williams 3, Kenny Gainwell 4, uh, and then Chuba Hubbard 5. Who would you have, my dude? I don't have it listed, but... You I never have it listed. No, I did last You're week. You're not prepared. I had Harris oh, one. That's true. I, I forgive you. I had Williams two, ETN three. I think I had Michael Carter four, and I had. I think I also had Hubbard five. Yeah, I had Hubbard five. Okay. Um. So we're gonna talk about you know the the minor minor differences that we have here. Um. For either uh or any of these, and then we might talk about some guys that are a little bit off board. But I've I've got some. I moved some guys way down. 
like way down, like backup running back in the NFL down. <laughs> so yikes. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. um, so the first guy on both of our both of our list is Najee. Yep. Nothing changed there. Um, I saw PFF has their quarterback rankings from top to bottom. Uh, they have Javante one for their running backs. For their running backs, yes. Um, and then and then Najee two. Uh, Najee's going one oh one in non superflex leagues, right? Uh, sometimes <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> it's Kyle Pitts. It's I mean, Jamar I took Chase, Jamar Chase it's the other day. So Najee Harris, it's Travis Etienne, it's yeah, Devonte Smith, mm-hmm. all over the place. Yeah, so I mean, I've said this about Najee Harris before. He's basically just um, Derrick Henry with pass catching ability. Yeah, but a poor man's Henry. Yeah, okay, to be fair. Right. Yeah, fair enough. He's not Derrick he's, Henry. He's not Derrick. Yeah, but he's got that sort of ability. Uh, he's a big physical runner, very talented. Everybody talks about the hurdle, which I think got overblown a little bit that he did. Was, it that, was that it the national shows, championship game? Shows that he's yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, but people are like, "Oh, best running back of all time!" <laughs> like I knew when it happened because I watched that game live, and I was yeah, like, "When yeah. that happened, I'm like, oh god, this guy's gonna go in like the top twenty now." <laughs> um. Yeah, just off that one play, but yeah, no, he's he is a better pass catcher than Derrick Henry, um, which is good, and it's something that I have tried to look into, which is we'll get to this player later. But I yeah, think yeah, pass yeah. catching is important, but he's kind of um, of everybody in this draft the most complete running back as well, where he is a talented runner, he, right, right, right. He can pass catch, he can block, he can do all these things. So mm-hmm. the um and PFF pointed this out. I mean, I can't even have the analysis because it signs me out every freaking week. Um, PFF. Work on your systems. The only thing that is a little concerning, I've seen go. people talk about this and why he's some people's RB2 or even 3. Yeah. And it's PFF's big thing. It's speed. His, his speed is like, it's not great. Um, but I'm not too, too worried about that. I think you can still be a good running back without having um, insane speed. I think you need good speed, mm-hmm. but you don't need to be uh, Lightning McQueen. So. It would be one hell of a thing if you ran a 40-yard uh, dash. He doesn't want to. But but he, he player comp, Joe Mixon. Kind yeah. of. Fair. I mean, when you talk about when you talk about a running back, he was a top recruit coming out of high school, and he had a, a grade of a PFF grade of ninety, eighty eight, and eighty nine in his three years in college football. Like that's freaking ridiculous. He's been good, man. Twenty six so, touchdowns, by the way. This year. Um, yeah, PFF has him too, and they say he's going to go in the third round. I don't. He's going to go that. higher than. He's going to probably go early to mid second. What do you think? I think you could even go in the first. Now, is he the bona fide one hundred and one for you? Not in terms um, of the draft, just uh, not one hundred and one. Uh, the bona fide number one running back in this class. Yes, but my like, opinion no, has no so argument. Last time we had this discussion about running backs was it like a month ago now? Yeah. Um, to me, it was Harris. Big gap. Mm-hmm. Then it was Williams, kind of a big gap. Then it was ETN, and then big gap for another. Like there was a gap between each guy. To me now, that's completely changed. Like all three is like yeah, they're kind of one tier conversation. Um, so I wouldn't say it's super definitive, but he's he is he is my number one guy. Yeah, I mean for me, I I I, I watch Najee and I I see him. To be honest, though, like, do you think it could change on landing spot? Um. Yeah. See, yeah. for me, it originally it would not have changed no matter what. Harris, like he could have gone to the Jets, he would have been my guy. Now, I think it could change on landing spot because I think all three. If of these they all go to the perfect landing spot, I would take Najee. Yep. If Najee went to like last year, there were a lot of landing spots for the running back position that were like, like Jonathan Taylor to the Colts. Indianapolis and the J. Chiefs K. were like, who's one of the Chiefs? Yeah, J.K. Dobbins to Baltimore was like a. Eh, 
Like the lions it's a good. It's a, they're all really good. They were all um, yeah. The, the lions too. They were all good landing spots for the players. But there was just a guy there who was who was holding on to that workload, and you didn't know if he was going to get it. And everyone was fighting over who the best guy was. And I'm like, these guys got to take over the job. Surprise! Yeah. Every single one did it. So if Najee's in a situation where he ends up in a good landing spot, but so has like, to fight for a job, and then Javante goes to a place where he's getting the workload, and Travis Etienne ask me after the draft. Now that the offseason has a kind of developed as well, James Conner is on the Cardinals. So the Steelers' spot is wide open. I mean, if someone That's, goes to the Steelers, that feels like the Chiefs of last year for landing spot. Do that to me because then I'll draft him in the second round. <laughs> I'll get way too excited. Yeah, don't get don't get too excited. Honestly, he Najee's a three down back. If he goes to the Steelers, that's what, that's what I mean. He's he might he might back. end up being like Clyde last year. Like yeah. that's how high he would fly up boards, in my opinion. Yeah. So yeah, Najee. To me, I don't. I, it would take a very very bad landing spot. For like if the Packers decided they need another running back. Yeah. Uh, I would I would quit fantasy football altogether. <laughs> <laughs> Jamal Williams replacement. Yeah, yeah, Jamal Williams replacement. Uh, I could see him drafting the Washington Chuba. football team. Chuba. Chuba. Have you seen those rumors? The Washington football team. Oh, get out of here, bro. It's no not way. like re- I don't think it's real, but there's been people to suggest it. I would I would legitimately fight somebody if that happened. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would get so mad. Anyway, so uh, right. the, the next two guys we're going to talk about conjointly. We both have Hey, this we, is our difference. Is this the difference? Yeah. Okay, or I was going to say we both have them the same, but uh, this is our difference. Now, I don't know even if it is my difference. It's, yeah. <laughs> because I it's mean, so I close. could go either way, too. Yeah. Exactly. So, right now, the big three this year, and the I think I personally, in my humble opinion, I personally think the only three guys that are going to work out in this class are these three. Are these three guys. Yeah. Uh, so, Harrison, e, I mean, uh, ETN and Williams are and the number two and three guys on both of our lists. They may Rick, be somebody who, like, flies under the radar. I have like ETN, decent, too. Yeah, I have Williams, have, too. You have Williams, too. Uh, and then I have, yeah, and I have Williams, you, And then I have ETN, three. But honestly, like, more confusing. I could, like, depending on landing spot, I ETN is my number three guy. Depending on landing spot, he could, like, if he gets drafted by a Steelers, he might be my number one. So, like, ETN scares the hell out of me because he literally <laughs> that's is... That's why he's number three on my list. And I, I, I like him a lot. I think he's I think he's talented. I think he's very good. I think his balance is great. I think he does everything extremely well. This, like this, is, very, this is very um, friendly. His weight. Yeah, his weight yeah. is very friendly on player profile. If you go on PFF, it's 205. And they gave him 10 pounds extra. They, yeah, they gave player. him 10, pass, 10 pounds extra on player profiler. He's really good. He's graded really good at Clemson. Not a great um, year, though. He did not have a great year, but he's still, he's still uh, in 2020. In 2018, 2019, he had two really good seasons. But the big thing for me is that, you, you know, you, you, Rick told me on uh, the last show when I had, what was it, Chuba and the other guy at three, four, and five. I don't remember who the other guy I had there was. You had Chuba. Was it Kenneth Gainwell? Yeah. Yeah. So I just told you what they were, and you're probably looking at me at home watching on YouTube like, this guy's an idiot. But uh, Michael Carter is essentially, depending on which one you look at, Carter, Michael Carter, who we'll talk about in a little bit, was is 5'8". 205 on player profiler and 58199 on PFF. So when I look at Carter and I look at ETN, like mm. where is the difference between these two guys? And I, I, obviously everyone's going to be like, well, this is what he does better. And obviously I get it. I understand. 
Etienne is a way not a way better, but a better running back than Michael Carter. Yeah. But when you're telling me that Travis Etienne, you know, in terms of his weight, his size, his quickness, everything, like it makes me wonder. I'm I'm for running backs. I'm all about size. I'm all about you got to be that 5'10", 220, you know, two fifteen, two twenty, in order to be. Why don't you like Javante Williams more? Oh, I love Javante Williams. This is I'm explaining why I'm 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 explaining why. So Etn, I think for me, he has that he has a common player profiler of DeAndre Swift. Mm. Um, and they call him on PFF a uh, this is NFL comp for them a more elusive Lamar Miller. Um, he can pass catch, which is great. He rushes the ball very effectively. His biggest issue for me is just I would say the size. Yeah, um, um, and he's a little uh, no, he's not slow. Is he? So my thing with um, but that the reason why I have just to go quickly through this, yeah, we'll sure. talk about Javante. The reason why I have Javante a little bit lower on the list is because I think he's going to be a fantastic rusher. He graded as one of the best rushers in the country last year, according to PFF. His big thing is he was a good pass catcher this year, 24 receptions. You want to be right around 25 receptions in order to um, be a good pass catcher, essentially, in the NFL for it to translate. I'm very, very concerned that he is a – yeah, this is the what I was looking for. Three drops on 27 catchable passes this season, not the greatest ball skills. So if he ends up getting in the pro game and he gets, you know, a three-down workload and – but he's not getting pass catching work similar to like Henry. Um, it's gonna it's gonna limit his ceiling because there's only one team in the NFL that's gonna give him 300 carries in Tennessee. Yeah. So or 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 uh, Pittsburgh. But but for me, that's why he's a little bit lower right now because Travis Etienne coming into the pro game, if he has the ability to rush the football and pass catch, it, it's a double whammy for me. So mm-hmm. that's why I have him too. Fantasy wise, that NFL wise, I'd probably take Javante over. Okay, Travis. But anyway, I've come around on Etn. Um, you know, again, he's still only my, he's still number three on my list, so he hasn't changed. But I do think highly of him and higher than I did before. Yeah, the pass catching I I think is very important. Out of these three guys, he is the best pass catcher. Very elusive. Um, I love the DeAndre Swift comp as well. Yeah, because I'm a big Swift guy. Um, I think last year when we did this show, I think I had Swift as my top guy. I want to say. Interesting. And you had Taylor, right? Yeah, JT. My it guy. was JT. I had JT and Swift, and you had JT and Dobbins, I believe. But anyway, and we seemed like we were both right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. Um, Etienne, though, I have come around. I just, I'm, <laughs> I remember watching that playoff game mm-hmm. against Ohio State. He was so bad, and there was even plays there. I mean, the offensive line was not good, didn't help him, but he had, he had ten carries for thirty two yards, which was actually better than I thought. But it just didn't. It didn't. <laughs> it's better than you thought. Okay. Yeah, which is still not good. It's not good. Yeah, because uh, that's what it felt like all game. He was just getting stuffed. Um, and he, in his scouting report, I believe it said too, like he likes to look for the hole or like bounces it outside for his negative things. Yeah. Does it say? Does it yeah, gets say? caught looking for the bounce out, which won't fly, which will not fly in the NFL, which is exactly correct. Um, he does stuff like that all the time. So as a pure runner. I just like Williams, and I like yeah. yeah. I, I think Williams is probably a better. He's a one one year wonder kind of guy, whereas Etn has been good and for I think a couple plus years. Etn is also going to um, landing spot is going to matter probably the most of the three guys. I agree. I was about to say that his, his when you look at 2018, 2019, when they had one of the best offensive yep. lines in the country, 
He had 8.1, 7.8 yards per carry this year. The offensive line got hit. A lot of guys went into the NFL draft. They didn't really, not that they didn't recruit well, but they just didn't have a good offensive line this year. And he had 923 rushing yards. Yeah. Which uh, on 166 attempts is 5.6 yards per carry, and which in the in the college game is just not not good. They have him as a second round though, higher than Harris. Um, it's because he graded better. Oh. Well, yeah. Actually, then, that's a lie. He didn't agree. I love. I love Williams. I love the. I've seen people compare him to Dalvin Cook, which is just not fair. And I've said this. I like the comp on here is um is on PFF is bigger Aaron Jones, which I like. Oh, I love that too. But yeah, I've seen Dalvin Cook. I don't think that's fair. That's putting a lot on him. Dalvin Cook is a top three running back in the NFL. I don't think Javante Williams will be that. But. You could make the argument he could be a poor man's Dalvin Cook. Like you remember, and we we've talked about this many times before. Yeah. When we saw Dalvin Cook the year he broke out, the burst he had coming oh, yeah. out of the backfield. Yeah. Yep. Javante Williams has that same thing. He loves to hit people. He's a he's a physical guy, but he can also break tackles in other ways because mm-hmm. he's more elusive than people think. Um, the the pass catching does, yeah. as you said, concern yeah, me right, as well. Right. The three drops, and that's why he's not number one for mm-hmm. me. With fantasy, you kind of need to have be able to catch the football. Um, yeah, twenty four catches isn't bad though. And I also one last thing, I it's not a huge deal, but I do like his age. He's two years younger than Najee Harris, and for a running back, that kind of does matter a little bit, um, considering running backs usually no, it's, flame out it's, by the time they're like right, twenty seven, twenty eight. Right there, there is another, um, there's another fella in this class who everyone. Oh, who's that guy from Michigan? Uh, his name is uh, Chris Evans. He's going to be almost 24 years old. Look at these grades, dude. Why is he Gross. even that high? He's higher than Kenneth. Yeah, Gamble. there was a, there was another guy that uh, everyone has been talking about who actually has a good comp, but he's just so friggin' old that it's just it's not not that he's old, but like if you're coming in you the NFL and you're freaking like twenty seventh round player. Uh, seriously, if you're 24 years old, essentially yeah. coming into your pro, I think it was uh, Ramondre Stevenson. If you're like 23, 24 coming into the NFL, like it's just not. It hurts. Yeah, it, that's probably one of the biggest. When running backs on only Harris. have when when running backs only have like four years in the NFL, it is it is a big not not when they only have four years. Four four to four to six years. You know, what? I'm of not like going to save myself for the comments here. We usually four years of dominance. Yeah. So like when you're 23 years old, that's that that hits. So uh, I mean, you know, it 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 does have an issue, but I I really do like Javante. I mean, he, he so funny. I was looking at the numbers. He was uh, first in missed tackles. He was fifth in yards after contact in college football. He's second in twenty seven. I mean, he was he had twenty seven fifteen plus yards or more carries, which is second in college football. You know, the number one, who his teammate. Michael Carter. Michael Carter. So and Michael then uh, Carter. and he had he was twelfth in yards per route run. Uh, so he he actually did very good. He did very very good this season. The concern, oh, yeah. best running back in foot, college football, probably. The for the this concern year. for he, yeah, I think he graded the highest according to PFF. But uh, the the concern for him is that the years before he averaged five point two yards per carry, five point seven yards per carry. Yeah. He just wasn't the same running back, and he graded pretty good in twenty nineteen, but he just wasn't great. So I don't know what the difference was between 2019 and 2020. What conference do these guys play in? Uh, ACC, right? I think so. So yeah, it's I, ACC. I think uh, does does the competition affect it a little bit? Maybe. Mm, yeah. um, but it just it it depends with him. So I, I think for for me, running backs in the NFL really all about landing spot. If you have the ability, which most of these guys do coming out, 
I look at them not out of every position. You can make the arguments the most important for fantasy. Yeah, like yeah, landing for, spot. Right, exactly. So if he goes to a good place, I'll be pumped. Um, right now, the only two uh, we had like a bunch of landing spots listed on the last program. I'm not. I don't want to talk about landing spots, but um, because we'll find out on Thursday yeah, or we will this weekend. For that, that's matter. crazy. <laughs> but uh, that's true. Some, most of these guys, but like won't Pittsburgh, be. Miami. Um, and, and some others are looking for running backs right now. And the fact there's only three in the class, there's going to be a lot of guys to fill holes here. So we'll definitely see. Um, the next guy that we had, what's your fourth guy? Is it Williams? It I mean, is, is also it, um, Michael Carter. Is it Michael Carter? Yep. So I have Michael Carter four, and I'm looking at the wrong list. So I'm scroll down. I moved Michael Carter from probably like six or seven to four. And it's it's uh, the the only thing that concerns me is his weight. He's got to put some he's got to put some poundage on his body because he's small. But he rated as the number four running back in college football last year. His teammate, yeah, was the first quarterback according to the PFF grade. Running back, second time he said. Oh, I said quarterback <laughs> twice. Yeah. See, we've been talking about quarterbacks. Too I know much. we talked about him too much. So, uh, but anyway, he's the four. He was ran, he was uh, graded Fantastic. the fourth best running back in the country. Um, which was fantastic. I like a lot of his ability. The the big thing for me with running backs when I when I watch them on film is two things. A do do linebackers and defensive players bounce off the player. Yep, that's which Javante does re- really well. Yep. Um, and then the second thing is contact balance. Like when you watch Kamara play in the NFL, and true, like yep. you know, like he trips and he just has this elite balance. Yeah, um, one of the things that Michael Carter is real, one of his pluses is contact balance. Um, he has a strong lower half, so I think when you look at when you look at a guy like um, Michael Carter, he he does have this ability uh, to pass catch. He has his ability to rush the football. He was really good this past season, getting seven point nine yards per carry. I don't like attributing to you know, buying into two running backs in the same college. Yeah. But I have him number four because I really I, watching him on film, looking at his numbers, looking at everything for him in the scouting report. Like he just, do, he really does look like the third. Um, I mean, the fourth best running back in the class. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm the same. I think there is a like drop there's off. There's going to be another guy. It's me, Michael Carter. It's yeah. Michael Carter. Yep, I agree with that. Um, there is a little bit of a drop off though, but for me between mm-hmm. him and ETN, um, I do like, PFF said stop and start ability as yeah. his biggest strength. I love that in the NFL for a running back. But man, he's yeah, he's weird to watch though on film. Very weird to watch. I was just it was like say, it looked like he was either moving really slow or looks, everyone else was like really slow. I, I he, the yeah he, for like for like I don't a, know if I explain that like, properly. I, but I, <laughs> when when I just you, watched him, I'm like, you look slow as molasses, and then well, like guys would fall on their face when he jukes, and I'm like. What's going on here? <laughs> no, he he did look slow, and I think his forty time was good, but it wasn't, um, it wasn't as good as I sorry wanted I just it to bounced be. out of it. It's four five nine. Yeah, yeah, no, I have it here, um, which is good, but like I don't know, he just he does feel like he runs like a four five four six when you watch him on film, which for a five eight running back you kind of were hoping for a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but no, I think he could be a really good third down back and have some fantasy value. He's a good mm-hmm. pass catcher. Right. Um has that kind of Alvin Kamara ability, like you said, where he, he just has that balance, which I think is important as well in the next level. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I, I do like Michael Carter, but I don't think he's gonna, ever going to be a workhorse. I mean, I'll be very surprised if he ends up being yeah, yeah, that's a workhorse fair. type. That's fair. Back. I mean, he had um, 
when you get 150 and 177 carries in two years as like a starter, but he wasn't really starting, um, you know, it's not a lot of work. So the sample size was not huge for him, but he did, like I said, he led the country in last year in 15 plus yards or more, which is awesome. Um, he was seventh in yards after contact, seventh in missed tackles. So he was basically the second and he had one drop. So, you know what I mean? He was basically like truly that, second best running back on the how did they get two really good running backs last year what did they do to their know. offensive line that, that's a very strange situation but uh yeah i think he's definitely four for me after this point it's a cluster now i had chuba i didn't even mike dra- like rank michael carter in my top um and i had chuba hubbard in my top five just so you know chuba hubbard is now 10 that's he's gone bro come on see you later He's not my guy. He was, yeah, I know. I I like him a lot. But anyway, uh, for me, the fifth guy on my list is Kenneth Gainwell. Is that for you? Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. I do think there's another huge drop at this point. Like, huge. Like, yeah. At this point, all these guys to me are day three players. Yeah. Definitely. I, like like I said, I, I don't even want to spend a lot of time on it. And, and re- I had a tough time with this because there was one guy I did want to put ahead of him. And it was, um, it was Khalil Herbert. I don't mind him. And I really okay. like Eliza Mitchell, who I have eight. I might put him ahead of Trey Sermon, who's at seven. Um, but Trey Sermon, yeah, dude, Trey Sermon, bro. It, it's is it actually Trey Sermon? I don't, I don't, I have no idea. But anyway, I put Gainwell five because he is going to be a pass catching back. He's going to be very similar to James yeah. White or. Yep. Yep. Or uh, Tariq Cohen. He'll in have the NFL. a role in the NFL. Yeah, but it's not going to be like like if he gets a lot of pass catching work, it'll be value, valuable for, P- for PPR. But in a full like in a standard league or in a half PPR setting, if he really doesn't get like seventy catches, he's completely worthless in fantasy for the most part. Yeah. So I think I think that's but kind that's of my possible. opinion. On I mean, he could depending on landing spot, depending on how good he his peak is as a player, he could you know his top strength is route running. Like yeah. He he comes from the same school as uh, Antonio Gibson. I, he was the starting running back ahead of yeah. Antonio Gibson. Sorry for so, that noise. Um, so yeah, I I think I think it's possible that he could be an NFL, um, an NFL running back and and be at least fantasy relevant. I'm yeah. just not crazy about him. Now, is there any guy before we end the show? Is there any guy in this class that you looked at that you were like, okay, this is like. Last year, Antonio Gibson started out as a he's going to be a wide receiver in the NFL, not going to be a running back, uh, this, that, and a third that can come out and be this new Antonio Gibson that flies up draft boards. Yeah, it was um, it was Ramonde Stevenson, by the way, the old guy. Uh, he's literally 246 pounds and six feet tall. Yeah, maybe Felton, but okay. I'm I'm still not even crazy about it. Like I would be shocked. If any of these guys, yeah, um, Felton just like his, his yeah, um his grades are wide receiver are, could yeah. still play there. His grades are gross, and to be honest, he wasn't that impressive as a running back. But he does have that receiving type, great mm-hmm. pass catcher. Um, but yeah, even him, I'm like, yeah. you know, okay. So let's take a let's take quickly and then we'll end the show. Um, let's take. Carter, Etienne, Najee, Javante, and um, and Kenneth Gainwell five. off. Get rid okay. of them. Of the guys that are not named them, Khalil Herbert, Trey Sermon, forget about Chris Evans, Polka Williams. That's who the heck is that? <laughs> I don't know. 
Eliza Mitchell, Ramonde oh, Stevenson, Dimitri. Th- these Felton. are all. Which which guy do you like the most out of that group? Busts to me, bro. I'm going off the board. I'm sticking with my boy, <laughs> Chuba. Oh, you're going with Chuba. I'm gonna say Eliza Mitchell. Okay, I like him a lot. Two eighteen, five eleven. Definitely not Jamar Jefferson, who I uh, yeah originally said was okay in the Jameer the pro- Jefferson. Jameer Jefferson. Yeah, and then he ran Dude, like. Uh, hold on a second. I got. I say Justin Jefferson. You almost said Justin. Oh. Jefferson. <laughs> yeah, his his pro day though was awful. Hold on, oh, I want to give you the numbers. When on you that, told me about that on the Jamar. podcast, because I didn't know, you were shocked. Uh, so so yeah, there was there was a lot of things that people were like, okay, maybe we can get away with, with this guy. Uh, four six five forty yard dash, thirty second percentile. You know, could could not great, but 20, not the worst. Twenty first percentile speed score, That's burst not, score fourteenth really percentile, score yeah, even fourteenth percentile. So you look it's at this numbers really and you're like, okay, you know what? Uh, he's probably you know a power back. Big guy, power. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, if he's yeah. A, he's yeah a thir- a 13th bench, yeah. 13 bench press reps, fifth percentile. Ugh, that's not good. So, um, but you look at some of these numbers. A college yeah, 13 bench reps is better than me. And what is it? Two? What? What is it? Two seventy five? Yeah, something like that. That's pretty good. Yeah, but uh, he <laughs> not for an NFL running back. Yeah, uh, but he even came in like people thought he was going to be. According to PFF, their weight for Jameer Jefferson uh, was two seventeen. He weighed in at two oh six. So. Eesh. A small, slow. Jamal Williams, perfect call. Pretty much, pretty much not good at anything at this point. Sixth round running back. Well, see, and that's uh, like see his scouting report has a lot of skills to like. That's why I was like, oh, you know, yeah. And then yeah, but he's just not going to be a pro NFL running back featured in in offenses. So there's your top five: Najee Harris, Travis Etienne. Oh, I was like, I could hear the music in my head, but I was like, where's the music? Yeah, Travis, uh, Najee Harris, Travis Etienne, Javante Williams, Michael Carter, and Kenneth Gainwell. Me and Rick swap Javante and uh, Najee. Is, I mean, uh, Travis Etienne. Etienne yep. So uh, that'll do it. Thursday, we got a lot coming to you. Be sure to Let's watch. go. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and follow us on Twitter at the FF Champs.